2: Welcome to the Beauty Podcast with me, Emma G, where in this episode we're going to be talking all things fitness with my guest, personal trainer, Anna Reich. Now, I don't know about you, but I have a gym membership, I try to eat all the right things. Uh, My goal is to be healthy, but I do find that there's a lot of conflicting information out there. I'll see the cover of one magazine that'll tell me that if I want my summer bikini body, I should be gluten free. Then I'll see something else that says that paleo diet is absolutely the way to go and then I'll speak to a friend who's telling me that counting macros has changed her life. Well, I don't know what a macro is, I don't know what one looks like and I wouldn't know how to count it. So what you kind of get from this is that it can be quite confusing if you just want to be on the path to good health. Anna is here to help and to make sense of it all, thank goodness. She's a very accomplished personal trainer with her own body story, as I like to call it, But she's also an advocate of strength and perhaps strength isn't necessarily the kind of the first thing that women would necessarily look for when we hit the gym. We're drawn more to, and I'm speaking from personal experience and also from chatting to my female friends, we are drawn to cardio machines. We do like our spin classes um, and and things like that. But Anna really does say that the magic, the real magic happens in the weights room. So I ask her the obvious question. If I start pumping iron, will I bulk up? And she busts a few other myths about training and reassuringly her advice is so simple. And actually it's worth noting, this is the advice that she lives by and that's just won her fourth place in the World Beauty, Fitness and Fashion competition. uh, Pictures of which you can find on the website. I mean, it's pretty, pretty damn impressive. So here's the thing. If you want to have a healthy body that looks great, performs well and burns fat when you're not in the gym, then this podcast is well worth a listen. Anna keeps it real. She's a very cool girl and I'm super chuffed she gave me her time to record this episode. I always learn such a lot when I speak to her and she motivates the heck out of me and I hope she does the same for you too. I'll add all of Anna's links in the show notes but for now please enjoy the beauty podcast with me Emma G featuring Anna Reich. here you are, finally
0: I know, finally I feel like I've got one hand on wood while we have this whole conversation Just in case.
2: that sounds rude Anna <laughs> what you mean is what you're alluding to oh viewers is, is the fact that um, this is the third time we've attempted to do this yeah um, and we're doing it over Skype so there may be the odd echo you never know Um, But because you were in training for a competition, which we Mm -hmm. will talk about, where, um, well, you tell me, where did you place? I placed fourth (laughs) in the top four, so I got myself
0: a lovely little medal, um, which is, uh, you know, Wherever I'm holding court in the house, whether it be cooking in the kitchen or having <laughs> drinks in the living room, I take the medal in. <laughs> and I subtly place it in. the... A... No, I'm very proud. It was a. It was an amazing day, slightly surreal. What was
2: the I'm competition? Still... What was the name of
0: it? it? It was WBFF, so the World Body um, World Bodybuilding Fitness Fashion sort of federation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it was uh, quite a spectacular. Really, I've um, stand. I've stood kind of. Knee to knee with men with wearing nothing but a sock while they're being spray tanned. I right. well, and, you know, <laughs> It was it was bizarre. I'm still I'm still a little bit sort of a, in shock I'm not used to seeing men not wearing socks on their willies now. Sorry to be graphic, but it's, it was so commonplace during that day. Um, I you know I'm still finding glitter everywhere. Um, I
2: did you I'm just, change the it was, colour of your skin? I changed. A I basically
0: thing. looked like Mowgli. Because <laughs> I was saying, I, you know, cause I'm quite wrangly anyway. So I was cuprinol kind of mahogany. <laughs> and it only came off about a week ago. And uh, I looked kind of um, like some kind of mangy giraffe um, from my <laughs> neck down, like, like weird patches and stuff. Um, it looked great on the day. And as I was telling you earlier, I Emma, mean, I have now become just. At the ripe old age of, <clears throat> I've become um, quite addicted to acrylics, bleach, and spray tan. <laughs> I've just completely transformed.
2: You are living your best life, Anna.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. So I've still, you know, I, uh, I've got these wings here and my little Victoria's Secret kind of costume, and it, it was an extravaganza. It was amazing. I met some amazing, amazing people as well. It was a, uh, it was, it was like a. Skit of a bodybuilding show, you know, like men aggressively doing push-ups against the floor, and um, grunting
2: and 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 screaming Schwarzenegger for the win. No,
0: yeah, (laughs) absolutely, really kind of unaffected by all the boobs and bum around them, just because the the zone. Everyone's so much in the zone.
2: Is that because uh, part of them have shrunk and they don't feel those feelings anymore?
0: (laughs) Yeah, don't look her in the eye. (laughs) 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 But it was yeah, they were were very. No, there was they were. uh, I was talking about the socks. (laughs) The socks never came off. They kept the socks okay um, but it was it was incredible that actually do you know bizarrely the women were kind of you know, on the stage very polite and making room for each other to display could be a bit passive aggressive and the typical kind of like but the men they were ruthless <laughs> elbows and pushing and shoving and shuffling in front of each other and it was brutal
2: it was hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> well, um, and this is why you are a hero of mine because we met years ago when you were doing PR for beauty brands. Mm-hmm, yeah. And um, you followed your dreams, you followed your mm-hmm. passions, and you took a massive risk mm-hmm. and set up your own personal training business, got qualified. Yeah. And that's what you've been doing. And then what? this, the bodybuilding competition is, is sort of a big part of that. So anyone who says, Do you know what? I know I'm not 100% happy doing what I'm doing. I think this will make me happy, so I'm going to give it a go. The people who actually execute and go for it, I think are very awesome. So, you know I've said to you before. Yeah. You are uh, you're pretty cool for doing that. So, but that must <laughs> this, have been scary though. You abused
0: me. <laughs> but, but my conversations with you I'm cool and I'm
1: uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm really, really not. But I No, no, I appreciate that, and I'm not going to say, I don't think I, um, as I was saying to you sort of a couple of months ago, I, you know, potentially could have planned and prepared a little bit better, but I absolutely don't regret making that transition, and as you say, following, not necessarily my dreams, they weren't always my dreams, I don't think you really realise your dreams unless you've lived the, um, quite the opposite really, you know, it's, I think I... I always loved training. I always loved, um, sort of running around and joining various clubs and fitness. And I, I didn't know that's where I should be earning a living. Um, because really I worked in PR and I love PR because the onus was on people. I'm a very people orientated person and that mm. has transit, you know, that's, that corresponds with personal training. You know, I don't think you get very fine PR as you wouldn't in PT unless you wholeheartedly give a shit about other people. Mm. um, you know, maybe slightly more than yourself because, you know, in PR you have to be willing to sell some god-awful things to people,
1: <laughs> you know,
0: Um, but, you know, for the love of people, for the love of your clients and stuff, you just, you're a people pleaser.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: So, you know, if you're thinking of just going into PT because you like training, that's not enough. Mm. It's definitely, definitely not enough. You have to like people as much as training because um, your training takes a back seat a fair bit. It does but it? it yeah, yeah, it does do. Like, it does do sometimes. You know, you can't always get, you know, you can't just, you know, spend the hours in the gym carving out the body you want. You know, you're flitting from one end of town to another or, you know, one session after another. And it's very physical, it's very emotional. You you don't just give your body demonstrating and setting an example, but you're very vocal and you can't change anybody's body and t- change their mind. So there's a lot of psychology involved, a lot of nurturing that way. Well in my training there is, because I want success, and mm-hmm. you can't separate the mind and body, and uh, in fact, it starts here, it sounds very gushing, it sounds like I'm being a little, you know, you know I hate tie-dye, I don't plant my hand like a I don't really, but it's, it's important, you've got to really, you know, work on the mind, um, so yeah, you definitely, like, I, I am physically drained by my job sometimes, but very gratifying, and sometimes, my training is like, oh god, I just need to
2: get it down. Well, we've talked about this, and actually, one of the aborted attempts at trying to record this record this podcast, we um, ended up chatting for a long time, and I sort of you had a therapy session with you. Mm. And uh, speaking of that point, of it's all in the mind first. Um, I was, I was vocalising my frustrations about my circumstances and the fact that I never feel like I've quite got on top of my body. I either have great success for a short period, then I spiral, then I spend a long time going, oh, and I want to have success again, it's not happening. And, and, then, and then so it repeats, and I'm at that stage in my life where I'm older, I'm in my late 30s, it's getting harder to get the results, and I have to approach it differently because doing the same thing and expecting different results as we know is the definition of madness but also we talked about how generally because of the fact that there are books everywhere there are instagram feeds full of people showing off their abs and this that and the other and talking about what they're doing it's actually quite difficult for an individual to make sense do you find that in your sessions that seems is that one of the first points of getting into people's minds a oh, little bit
0: I people People have inherited, you know, fears via other people's fears, not their own. They're just, just or oh, people have inherited ambition and goal setting, but they've been other people's goals. I, yeah, it's really, really hard to um, to start sort of um, breaking that, that that noise that surrounds and breaking through the no- noise that surrounds my clients. You know, they read various magazines, which I actually encourage, but they read various magazines, blogs, Instagrams. They know nothing about these people they don't have the education and this is why, you know, this is why I always say, you know, if you do get a good trainer, what a trainer will offer you is some, you know, a one-on-one time to help you find your physical best Mm -hmm. and, you know, it cuts out all the noise, it's completely focused and it teaches you how to be sort of self-sufficient and I think the reason people fail at their Various kind of um, training regimes that they've read on Instagram, and it's because it, it was never their own.
1: Mm. It was
0: ever their own, and it wasn't. There was no education there. You can only really succeed at something if you have an understanding of it, and you understand mm. why you're doing it. You can't be proud of that squat if you don't know why you're squatting, and you don't know what muscles you're using.
1: Mm.
0: Otherwise, it's a very vapid thing. Otherwise, you know, like you know, the you know, I became very proud of myself which was something that was lacking in me before I became a trainer Mm. when I realized what my achievement meant so when my trainer my personal trainer many many years ago the reason I became a trainer because she was so inspiring when she taught me you know what Anna for you know a 50 kg girl to squat that let me just put this in perspective. And she gave me my size and strength ratio and just showed me how impressive that was. And for you to get there, you would have had to have you know eaten like this. And that means you actually, for a small girl, you're strong and this and that. And and she, you know, she she made me a bigger person than I ever thought I was.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: and, and it taught me like to be proud of the work that I was doing. When my clients come in, I always teach them what they're doing. I teach them what muscles they're using. And I tell them how fantastic it is an achievement and where they've come. It's important to track their fitness and stuff. Mm. That spurs you on because that's your own personal achievement then. As I say, you don't share that with anybody. You don't have to, you know, that's not via anybody else. That was you. Mm. And I promise, once you put that investment in yourself and you make an effort to learn about what you're doing properly, Mm. Then you'll stick to it, you know, because it's yours. You, Is you've got ownership over it. That's why I initially don't. I was saying to you, like you know, you 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 buy your book, you try and follow, you know, you try and do what that book tells you. You follow this girl, you try, you want to look like her. It's that's them. Mm. You know what I mean? Their bodies are completely different. they you don't know who they're sponsored by. You don't know. What are their intentions, their motivations, how long they've been training, how much effort they've put into it. They didn't get that body in 10 weeks, even though they're telling you, that you, you can. I guarantee you, nobody got their body in 10 weeks, and 12 weeks. Make mm. improvements, but you don't get a body that way. You get a body by just relaxing, going to the gym, food sports five times a week, and just common sense. I mean, I'll put put myself out of a job one day, but it's <laughs> it really is not, you know, it's you. It's amazing when that epiphany happens,
1: mm. when you like.
0: God, did I just need to really work hard for an hour three or four times a week and for about a year or two? And it does take a couple of years.
2: Because I was saying to you, um, my definition, my hardwiring, is that the only way to achieve physical results is to get up before six.
1: Mm. Because...
2: In my brain, I think that the calorie burn will diminish as the day goes on. Hence, if I leave the house half an hour later, my run isn't as good, for example. And it will be six to seven days a week and it will be going faster every single time. <laughs> so it's just, it, 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 I can talk about it now and understand that's a re- that's obviously a path to failure. Uh. Because unless you're Usain Bolt and you can actually shave those nanoseconds off your time, yeah. um, it's crazy. I actually remember in a training session, I um, used to do weights and then my trainer would get me on the treadmill do 400-meter sprints. And I think it took me about a minute and a half. And I was like shaking my head one time. And he was like, what's the matter? What on earth is wrong with you? Why do you look so sad? I was like, Usain Bolt does this in 40 seconds. It's taken me over twice as long. And he was like, are you serious? <laughs> Are you actually for real? Do we have to really break this down for you to understand why that's the most ridiculous reason for you to be annoyed at your time? And it makes sense, but I think the thing I'm trying to sort of lead into here is lots of misconceptions and people having these weird understandings of what will elicit results, when actually, like you say, an hour three to four times a week, not eating processed junk food regularly. Yeah. The results come.
0: They really do. I mean, it's, it's, it's impossible for them not to come. You just, it's just a case of not treating, cheating yourself. I mean, mm. I've got people abiding by these rules, but then kind of clearly not. <laughs> because, <laughs> so you've got to be honest with yourself. I think that's the, that's the thing. And also to know that there's, there is no, you know, it's not, a, it's not a race against anybody else. You've got to be patient. People just aren't patient enough. Mm people are just kind of riddled with fears and doubts that it's not going to happen quick enough. And, you know, and if it's not happening quick enough, then that means it's not right. So they flit to something else and start again on another regime. It's it's just, I just love it when I finally get a grip on somebody that's been through all this. Mm. And I hold on to them for a couple of months until finally it happens. And it doesn't happen overnight. It Mm. does take a while. You know, it's taken me years to kind of carve out the body that I like. But, you know, it's worth it. It's yours carving out the body and maintaining it, or it's yours just flitting from one place to another, starting over and over and over again. Mm. Um, but anyway, this is just, I mean, that's all very obvious, but it's, um, I think my big thing as well is just, you know, w- whether you're looking for weight loss or, you know, if you're scared of putting on muscle, you're scared of not losing weight. Like, I guarantee the minute that you put on a little, when you've got some additional strength, when you're a stronger human being, you'll be a lot more, you know, you, you don't you don't worry necessarily about the aesthetics. The aesthetics come, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's what, you know, like, with you, with your concerns and your problems and your, like, your anxieties around exercise and getting the results. If you did persevere with something very simple and unburden yourself with, other people's books and regimes and kind of methods and just you know started simple just trained hard ate well you know by the time you get your your you know when you get your results and you get your first ripple of the bicep and your first kind of like you know mexican wave quad effect you know like on your leg <laughs> you just you don't it alleviates so much of the stress mm. honestly it really it, it does it's uh i just i just i just
2: oh i think that's me i apologize
0: that's okay
2: there's a few alerts coming through
0: <laughs> but yeah i just i you know i think i i start in the same place with all my clients whatever their issues i just get my i just dig my nails into them until they get physically stronger and they can't deny the fact that they have become physically stronger mm. and then any anxieties or fears they get about showing muscle or putting on weight or whatever they just disappear they're so, so proud
2: Let's talk about a couple of common myths. So, and I think given what you've just done as well, and you are ripped and you are lean.
0: Not a bit timber now though, but it's necessary. Oh, starving.
2: (laughs) Um, The misconception that training with weights bulks you up. Discuss.
0: Okay, so it can do, but oh my God, do you have to do that to such an excess? And eat such an ungodly amount and take so many supplements and it takes years. Like if I could bulk to the to the extreme that I'm sure a lot of women envisage they're gonna do in a month, mm-hmm. then I would be rich, I'd be very happy because I like being bulky, mm-hmm. you know. It just doesn't happen. It can't, you can your muscle can take form, mm-hmm. it can it can fill out its natural form better and more shapely, but even that. Even if you don't like that, it takes so long. So ladies and not many men, I would, I would direct this at, at women, persevere this strength training, lift those heavy weights, because whatever happens, the heavier the weight you lift, the more calories you're going to burn. So you're going to maintain a lower body weight. So that's why you want a hungry muscle. Mm. You want to break down your muscle. Oh,
2: hungry muscle. I love that. Hello? <laughs> I love the idea of a hungry muscle.
0: Hungry muscle like Pac-Man. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what you want. You want a muscle that just wants to eat and eat and eat. When my female clients say to me, oh, I'm getting really hungry. I'm like, mm, yes, that means you're actually going to burn more fat.
2: OK, so to that point, I told you earlier, and I'm very proud of it, I was squatting 50 kilograms.
0: Were you dreaming of burgers when you were doing it?
2: On Tuesday afternoon, I had to get in the bath because if once I was in the bath, I couldn't reach the kitchen... and it was like I just had to take myself out of the game because I was absolutely ravenous but I didn't I wasn't hungry like I'd eaten and it was like two hours after lunch or something but I had to just take myself out of the game
0: yeah but you should have eaten something though you should have eaten (laughs) something because it's tactical eating you know I'm not saying like kind of just tear out the shelves in the fridge and then just kind of (laughs) just dive onto the floor and just you know swim around in it but I mean like you know eat you know if you're going to do some heavy strength training, mm. you've depleted your um, your muscle, your glycogen levels, and stuff. So remember, the metabolism runs on fuel, and building muscle, burning calories, it all needs fuel. All these systems work because mm. you have the right fuel. So you need to fuel that fat burning part of your the operation. Mm. So. Don't starve your body after exercise. Give it the fuel it needs to actually repair the muscle, so the muscle can grow stronger and burn more calories. So, do you know what I mean?
2: Because that's put, the thing. You're putting
0: coals in the fire, and that doesn't mean obviously a boost bar, um, <laughs> my particular favourite. But once you know, a that year, <laughs> means, that means you know cottage cheese and some oats and some whey protein powder, like things that will actually you know that you must, that will knit together. Right. The muscle that you want so yeah like you're right to not run to the fridge if it's full of like you know ribena and bloody chocolate donuts or whatever avoid get into the bath get in, get into the water <laughs> but like if you know but you, you should eat if your body's you know you you worked up an appetite it's but not it, weight that will sit on you it's weight that'll go to keeping the weight off
2: but it's it was it was a indicator of actually there was a result there was a um yeah Uh, Great. What's Yeah, it was the um, proof that there had been some sort of physical reaction within my body, which is like, okay, good. Because as you say, we all kind of want the immediate results. We want the six pack in two weeks, which we're told on the cover of magazines as possible. Um, But it's not. So it's nice to think, okay, well, it's the small gains. But the muscle thing, I think a lot of women do worry about. So let's talk about um, lower weights and high reps. Because I was always told if you want tone do uh high reps low weights. Yeah, it'll work to a certain
0: degree because if you if you haven't lifted any, you know, if you're not particularly strong or you're not very conditioned, then absolutely you're still hitting the muscle. It's going to respond. You're going to you're going to deplete it, you know, you're going to wear it out and it will mend. But you will plateau much quicker in that way. And you do you just burn, you know, you just burn basically. Mm. Whereas if you're lifting a heavy weight, you're tearing more muscle fibres and doing that because it's a struggle.
1: Mm.
0: And that means you're going to f- create a much better shape, you know. And and then I think high reps comes – I mean, more – I do high reps once I've reach, reached a size and shape that I like because it's easier – I can maintain it if I don't want to – you know, if I don't want to grow. If you want to grow a shape, grow it first with heavy weights and then sort of maintain it with lighter weights if you want. Or just don't go up in your weight and maintain that muscle – but you always need, whether you're doing high reps or whether you're doing heavy weights, you'll always need to, you know, bolt on to that. You'll mm. need to do more reps or heavier weights unless you want to plateau or you don't want it to deplete and regress. Like, whatever your method, high reps or heavy weights, you'll need to do more, mm. to maintain or get more. And personally speaking, I'd rather be in the gym for less time, and get you know, do better work in less time. I don't want to be doing... 20 reps on every starting exercise it's boring and I don't think it's necessary
2: interesting how long should you be in the gym that's a very Um, woolly question but
0: yeah well you know until you've done your workout you know do get if you you should go into the gym with a plan Mm -hmm. you know so you're not wafting from machine to machine because it can be you know really demotivating because if you don't have a plan you know the whole adage you know like Fails plan, plans fail. Mm. It kind of does happen because you just kind of ricochet from machine to machine. You, having a purpose is very, very motivating because mm. it's like ticking specific boxes or you've done it, you've walked out. If you don't go into the plan, you just do some random stuff and you leave, then what did you do? Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, so I think have a plan is, is always...
2: It doesn't. It's not about how much time you spent and...
0: No, no, it's not about how much time you spend. I mean, obviously, if you're doing, if you've got half an hour, hit sessions are great.
1: Mm. You know,
0: multi, multi-movement, you know, exercises are great. You know, your lunges with your lateral raises, your squats with your presses. Because it's just common sense getting more into a short window of time.
2: Yeah.
0: Personally speaking, because, you know, I want a very balanced approach to my body. I want to work on every single part of my body. I don't want to scratch the surface of anything. I don't just wanna tickle tickle my triceps a few high reps. I wanna do a tricep session. You know, like so my my preference and my preference for my clients, I always recommend, you know, there are so many there are so many muscles in your back, it needs a session. It needs a good session for you to do a thorough back session. You mm. with your leg sessions, there are every there's four sides to your legs. You I don't think you can thoroughly do a leg session in one, you know, so kind of I would, I would rather my clients spend 40 minutes doing back, 40 minutes doing whatever, than going in and just doing a little bit of everything and just scratching the surface of that right. muscle.
2: Yeah, because it's quite popular for people to do a back day, a leg day, a chest day, an arms day. Uh, Is that quite I, a I good find way? It
0: keeps life simple as well, though. Like, you know, I have my exercises, I've got my body parts. It's it's a vague plan, even if you don't have a specific plan you know, as in, these are the exercises I'm going to do. At least if you know you're doing chest, Mm. you're doing, then you'll just go go around and find your chest exercises. And again, it teaches you a lot about anatomy. Mm. Like, it teaches you to look into what the chest and what the back and the legs, and it makes you feel good about yourself. But there's something, you know, when you said, I've done a good, I've smashed my chest, I've done my back session, I've done my legs, you know, it's it's very specific. Mm. And when you've got a specific achievement, it's a lot, it's a better one. Do you know what I mean?
2: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I am... I used this analogy, I used to fly a lot for work and um, it sort of came from, I suddenly went from not flying to being, to flying a lot and I was quite scared in the beginning, now I sort of don't really think about it, Mm -hmm. but I think I remember talking to my mum and she said well just, the way to not be scared of it is just don't find out how a plane works and I was like what, and she said well if you know how it works you'll begin to imagine things that can go wrong. Which always made which seems like good sense at the time, and I feel like um, I'm at that age where I've sort of with done the same thing with my body. I've not really thought about how it works. I've just sort of done stuff, mm. and now I'm thinking a bit more about how it works and what results I get. Do you feel
0: with, with your mother's analogy, isn't it really because you do have to? You're responsible for your body, so you do need to know. Whereas with plain you
2: can't really step in no true true it's just it it came to me the other evening but um you must I know that I find it quite difficult there is so much out there and I will Mm. pick up one magazine and within 20 minutes of flicking through the pages I've considered vegan gluten-free um hit and all sorts of various things and I end up putting the magazine down and feeling utterly confused do you find that you get that with clients and just friends generally
0: yeah absolutely you know clients that have kind of yeah jumped from one bandwagon to the other and it's you know with the best intention as well so i'm not kind of knocking the their incentive you know like the i'm not 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 knocking the fact that they are motivated to try and change mm. but it's um it's a huge letdown like i say it's you it can never come from somebody else so, you know it it i have to really battle with my female client and your women are always subject to a ever-changing ideal of beauty it mm. changes all the time what colors you know are feminine what shapes are feminine and what body types are feminine it is really really hard work and I love training clients more than I love female clients more than I love training men for endless reasons <laughs> but <laughs> Because you know, men really don't need to feel any stronger. You know, like the right. weakest man always feels a tough guy, do you know, <laughs> in my sessions. And it's just, you know, they don't need that extra boost of confidence that women do. You
1: know,
0: like I've always said to you, like women, it's not a woman's rite of passage to be strong, is it? You mm-hmm. That's the arena. When you grow up, men have physical strength. Women has, have endurance when it comes to taking on the burdens of the family you know Mm. like we're we're stoic in that sense and men are and it's just rubbish Mm. you know so that's why once a woman discovers physical strength it is life-changing because it's actually it it changes it's it's a it's a game changer globally Mm. when a woman when a woman feels stronger it changes her mindset completely because it's like an awakening Mm. you know it's um but, uh, sorry, what, what was your question?
2: <laughs> it was about magazines, I think. It was about... Magazine.
0: So, yeah, so what I say, th- this is... So, my point was, is that kind of, you know, women never, ever, ever come to the gym, bizarrely, for the one reason they should, which is to get strong.
2: Ah, interesting. They okay. just
0: don't do it.
2: What do they so come for?
0: They come... They, they don't often know. They say, oh, I've read that, you know, I think I want to I be stronger, but I don't want to show any muscle. Um... I want to lose weight, but I want to keep my curves. I want to. It's so conflicted. Every single thing that they want is conflicted, mm. and that's because that is the world we live in. You are, you know, are You want to be strong because strong is sexy, but anytime a woman shows any kind of cellulite in a magazine, it's Ugh. ring. You know, it's, there's a big really ring. Shame, so yeah. A big arrow, and it's just disgusting. Do you know what? Like sometimes I think these. Sexist men's magazines are a better read for women because at least these men's magazines they worship every single body type variety there is. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's but it's so I have to. So the women don't know what they want a lot of the time, Mm -hmm. they just don't know what they want. They which is why I just have to hold on to them tightly and make them lift heavy weights and make them just make common sense changes to their diet, you know, and I'm strict with them initially because I feel that that's what they need and they put all that trust in me. But if they looked closely at the advice I give them, it's so basic. (laughs)
1: It's
0: just like, you know, and I'm glad they don't initially because I think they want something conflict hard. They want something that makes them suffer, you know, but really my advice is always cut your carbs in the evening, don't eat processed food and just that's pretty much it Mm -hmm. and eat protein make it the leading lady of every meal that you have you know there are three general and I tell you after a couple of months
2: the
0: changes changes are phenomenal Mm -hmm. and they don't remember being worried about being slim and being this and that because so many people are saying to them god you look god yeah you know more upbeat your body's changed your skin is great do you know and I think they realize as well that like any fear they had about waking up looking like, you know, Johnny Bravo is just so ridiculously kind of mm. unlikely. They don't have the hormones for start, but yeah, it takes years.
2: I think it's, um, we obviously, I wrote a blog post about this. We had a conversation a, a while ago and you sort of, I was telling you very personal stuff and yeah. you just sort of said, and it is quite exposing, but I, my listeners are lovely. The, the thing that you came to is I like absolutely... That's
0: like dog snorting, not me, by the way.
2: Oh. <laughs> well, as soon as I get personal, there's a snort. <laughs> um, but the, the thing I said to you and sort of blurted out almost was, I hate my body. Mm. And it's ridiculous because it has come from the fact that I do not have the body shape that is... Um, that fits well in the way that clothes are cut on the high street because I've got big hips, small waist, big boobs. So I'm always slightly, you know, things always ride up in my crotch or they they, they ride up my waist or something. It it never it's never a um, a, not a good fit, whether I'm two stone lighter, two stone heavier, whatever. And so I've kind of always read that as there's something wrong with my body. I'm the one who's wrong. Not these people in the shops need to stop cutting their clothes on teenage boys. Uh But I'm the one who's wrong. And I think, you know, girls are quite sensitive to that sort of thing and we carry it. And you made an excellent point where you just, you said you have to find a reason to love your body. You have to find it because only then will everything that you do towards making it look how you want, only then will it all stick. Uh You have to push your body, you know, you have to search for an
0: achievement. I mean, that's like I say, the minute you get to that strong phase Mm. and you change and you become strong, that's when you start loving your body and appreciating it. You know, the goal should always be to make your body look the best it can. Mm. You know, it's it's you know you can't look like anybody else. You 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 just can't. So you have to be almost kind of a little bit mechanical about it mm. and become operational. So you know what? You know we. I wouldn't I wouldn't be too unhappy if I had a body like Emma Fearson. I wouldn't be you know I wouldn't be like. Ugh. But you know, it's just such a waste of time, isn't it? Wanting the impossible. Mm. But what is possible is to look is to look beautiful. It, it is re. If it's possible for anyone to look better. It's possible for anyone to get stronger. Mm. So that is well within your reach. Again, yeah, you know, without a sense of achievement, then it's not going to happen. Which is why you just need to, you know, you need to you know, you need to sign up for something, mm. you need to go to the gym and have a plan. And, you know, like you said, you started doing now, like mark down your progress with your weights and, you know, have a day where you're going to attempt your personal best, which is, so if you're squatting 50 now, like, you know, three weeks time, you should be squatting, you know, 55, 60. Mm. You know, like re- replace that that cynicism in yourself and that depression and that that sadness and that kind of you know that that low self-esteem replace it fill the fill the gap you know
2: there's also something and I wonder if you have uh insight into this from working with so many women in that one of the reasons why I've liked cardio for a long time and I've spoken to other female friends about this who've said the same is because you you switch off and many many people talk about the meditative qualities of running particularly Uh whereas with uh, with fifty kilograms of of, of uh, steel iron on your back, you have to be engaged. You cannot meditate. You have to be in it. And, and what do
0: you think at the end of the day will make you feel better about yourself? Will it if you go into something and you're stressed and you feel like shit, mm. and um, and then you go for a run, you switch off. Chances are, I'd say you know, not too long after that run because all you've done was, is fill that void with nothing mm. you'll probably start thinking about it again and it'll compel you to do another run and as you said try and go faster try and go harder whereas if you are training as you say you have to it's, it's attitude. do you know what I mean it's, it's concentration and it's gritty mm. and you know and that's hard work and nobody ever felt as good as they can you know, when you put the work in and you, and you've done it that 's going to give you much more of a buzz, and that's that 's a building block mm. you can 't build a bridge with nothing, can you like it 's got to be with something mm. so that 's why I think for any kind of like you know any kind of anxieties you have with your body i, I mean i 'm not opposed to running it 's got a time and a place, but if you 're looking to feel better about yourself, you need something tangible, and running isn 't as tangible as weights mm. You need to know that you've lifted heavier. You need to know, that because you've engaged your brain, you've engaged your your soul as well. Because if you're feeling weak, but you've lifted a heavy weight, you've disproved that you're weak in a way. You know, Mm. as I said about ripple effect. But when you run fast, as you say, you go to another place, don't you? When you jog, when you run, you don't really, you transcend completely. You You need to switch on more. Mm. Switch on when you're feeling down, not switch off.
2: There's a brilliant article or an essay written by... Did I send it to you? I think I did. I'll put it in the show notes as well. uh, By a guy called Henry Rollins, and it's about um, his relationship with the iron. Now, he is a bigger bloke, so it has a slightly different thing, but he talks about the the mental...
1: Hey,
0: it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news...
2: yeah, I don't know if you read it, but I I, I go back to it every now and again because it is quite leveling and it's quite good. Do you find that um, you said something interesting to me where well, we talked about um, gluten mm. and we talked about um, you should only be considering a gluten-free diet if you actually get stomach pains?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not kind of I'm not a real Nazi with food. I think the gluten-free bread just so people know it tends to have more preservatives and a bit more sugar in it so it's not always a healthy choice if mm. you are counting calories just this it's just it's just another example of people kind of jump you know like desperately grappling with things and try trying new things to get positive results glutes yeah gluten-free is for, is, is for celiacs it's mm. for people that kind of respond badly to wheat and gluten and get very very severe belly aches um you know, there's, there are arguments to say that you know we don't have the the digestion, you know, a good enough digestion for grains and stuff like that. But then you've got paleo, and paleo say eat your grain. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind
2: of that's what I mean. There's so much noise that I don't. Lots of people, I'm not alone in this. Go. What should I be doing? Should I be drinking green smoothies every morning? Should I be like, what's the what's the answer?
0: Well,
2: <laughs> that's maybe, quite a big question.
0: Speaking, the, I would I would say again, if it hasn't given you any pain, and if it's a natural food group, then I'd say probably keep eating it. Mm. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't switch to anything else. same goes for milk, for for wheat, you know, if you're not responding negatively to it, they're probably not the things that are making you fat if you're fat.
1: Mm.
2: Tell me about the competition and why you got involved with it. Because just as a little caveat here, those competitions have not a reputation, I wouldn't have said that, but they're not very mainstream. So what drew you towards
1: it?
0: I think it's kind of, um, I want to experience the extremities of my industry and my trade. And this um, was definitely the extreme of my trade, of my industry. I I wanted to do it for the same thing that compelled me to become a trainer. Like I did, I discovered the um the euphoria of um, building muscle mm. and as I said about the whole kind of ripple effect of that and making me a much more confident individual um when I discovered that I could lift weights and that I was quite strong for a small girl and
2: because you're you know, how tall five foot two and three quarters,
0: and quarters. Okay. yeah <laughs> valid um I you know as I said I basically I became a trainer because just really quick I had a very kind of typical, huge breakup, and uh, where am I, who am I kind of thing, why did he run off to the other end of the world? <laughs> um,
2: you uh, ran off to the I other happened. end of the world, or he did? He did. Oh. Um,
1: you can
0: stay there. And <laughs> basically, I, my sister took me on holiday, and we were like, what do you want to do? And I was becoming dissatisfied in PR. Um, and I said I liked fitness, dah, dah, dah. and she basically bought me a package of personal training sessions, and it changed my life. My trainer was a tiny girl who was incredibly mm. strong and beautiful and made me strong
1: mm. and,
0: um yeah, set me on my path. And I just, as I say, I am much more functional in every other aspect of my life when I'm training and when I know I have an impressive size-to-strength ratio. That's my, I need to hold on to that. Because it may, it's what I need.
2: We will include and, a picture um, of you on the, in the show notes. And yeah. you are you're not bulky you're not ri- i mean you are ripped but you're not um you're not a muscly woman you would uh-huh. you would look perfectly feminine in a tea dress <laughs> uh-huh. but you have great muscle definition i can only see your shoulders on Skype at the moment but they they look very impressive so um it's another reason to prove that yes you have this strength to weight ratio but it doesn't mean that you're no the hulk no
0: and i never i never really I mean, I've I've had some pretty scathing remarks made to me, sadly Seriously? by other women. Um, so when I was kind of, I think about two weeks out of the competition, one woman just who's been going to the gym for a while and, ironically, is, has made no changes in a very long time because she hasn't made it her business to actually. Switch on when she's training, and I've watched her. You know, I tell you about learning while you're doing it, and mm. committing to the education. She just comes, she switches off, she follows instruction, and then she leaves. There's no, there's no motion, there's no connection to to what emotional connection to what she's doing. And she shouted across the room, "Oh, oh, oh, Anna! Oh no, you're looking like a lesbian bodybuilder." What? And, uh, it was just laughable, and. You know, I did tell her that she was unwise to invite <laughs> the debate.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love
0: it. You know, because I'm, you know, I've got a lot. I could say a lot, you know, harsher things,
1: but mm.
0: but we we kind of left it there. And you know, I've had you know women tell me I look too bulky, and funny enough, I've had men pat me on the back, you know, with gusto, and you know. Uh, bit patronising, but, you know, a lot happier for me, funnily enough. Um, but I, anyway, I so I I decided to do this competition because I'd get a lot of pleasure from being strong. Mm. And um, it's been, as I was saying, it's been quite, you know, and I won't go into it, but, you know, everyone has challenges. It's been a challenging year or so, mm. and I just needed a win. You know what I was saying about, kind of, you need to achieve something, you need... I needed to achieve something.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, the, com- the stage is a great place to display my commitment to my industry, my knowledge of training, because you don't get the kind of muscles that I got and the other girls get without, you know, without some brains, mm-hmm. without some thought, without some passion, without, you know. So, it, like I say, it was utilising everything good about me, which is my strength of character, my willpower, and even the things that I think are weak. Mm-hmm. There's no room for weakness when you're six months training for a competition. You want to come first. Mm-hmm. If you've got any weaknesses, you buckle down and you overcome them because yeah. you've got to fight um, social situations. You've got to say, you know, because you, it's very, all very strict. And it's just an incredibly, it's it's isolating. But, you know, sometimes everyone needs a bit of isolation to concentrate on themselves. Mm-hmm to you know so you've got to be ready to do that as well and so I did that for six months and I wanted to do that as I say I'd had a hard year and I wanted to build myself back up again Mm. and doing you know and the 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 regime the diet the training was my way of doing that and it is and it's a way for everyone to do that by the Mm. way so I'm not just here talking about myself I'm saying if you are feeling crap take yourself away you give yourself a tough goal Mm. you know because you can do it. The body can endure. And there are, you know, people really, there are, people are face huge challenges in the world. And there's sometimes a little bit, uh, you know, some people are unable to do anything about their awful situations. You know, if you're unhappy about your weight or the way you look, there's actually a lot you can do about it. Mm. There really, really is. It's not an impossible situation. So just, yeah, so do like I did. Take yourself away and concentrate on yourself. Mm. Give yourself four months and don't, nothing else comes first. It's selfish, but in the long run, it's, kind of not but I feel much better now today after the competition and I approve and I know these competitions get a lot got you saying they they get some bad press and I understand and I've got some bad things to say about these competitions I for example really appreciate that there is a stage for women to to stand on and to be considered beautiful because and have muscles Mm. There are men and women there that shout out, that "They're beautiful, you're gorgeous, well done." And it's you, as I say, it's important for women to have that arena opened up to them. Sure, Physical yeah. strength is an important, important thing, more so for a woman. Mm. So it's good to have that stage. However, doing it in high heels and tiny bikinis kind of like
2: was you? Did, did you did you have a gold lame bikini, Anna? But I did
0: love it. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had. Um, Emerald green. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a photos. So you can put it. like Did you
2: have uh, wings? Was it a bit Victoria's Secret? Yeah.
0: I, so there's, there was two walk-ons. There's one which was kind of the fashion element of it, which was kind of Victoria's secrets type mm-hmm. thing, and um, the other one was the competition bikini, which I almost picked out of my bum when I was doing my back pose. <laughs> I caught myself
2: and I didn't. <laughs> you actually nearly picked out a wedgie mid pose
0: almost my friend Anna said that she saw the hand come down and and she was like they were all kind of on the edge of the tone <laughs> I think I I think I disguised it with one of them <laughs>
2: just scratching my ear to see that the, the look on your face that said don't touch your bottom
0: but no I I am um, I I uh I denied myself the pleasure of doing that. And for <laughs> everyone else's pleasure I left it up there. <laughs> left the bikini right on my back. <laughs> but it's the it's um which is what they're looking for. But um they're yeah, so they're the Brazilian bum ones, which are just weird. But um yeah, so it's but you know, you know what? That's life, you know, there mm-hmm. are worse things. It's not it wasn't the end of the world. I wasn't the I had a lot of posing practice I paid for extra extra posing practice because I'm not the most kind of um I'm not a peacock really so um there were some girls that they just owned it and it looked and it is amazing you look silly if you don't own it but uh, funny enough I came into my own I kind of was pretty chilled on the stage but it's uh it's a very bizarre sort of situation but I've got so much respect for the people that compete in these things it's when I know what they've gone
1: through,
0: it's mm. so hard. It's so hard. I had three treacle charts for breakfast the next day.
2: Oh, my goodness. With custard or without?
0: Didn't have time for custard.
2: <laughs> just, just six months always, of...
0: I think I slept to walk out of bed and ate them. No it was worries. just automatic. It's what had to be done. <laughs> Back training now, though, so...
2: Are you? So no, yeah. tr- no treacle oh. charts for breakfast? Me. Mm. Maybe. Everything in moderation, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But that's, you know, like, I'm a massive foodie. I love my food. Mm. I love restaurants and I love puddings. I'm a huge, like, I've got such a hounding sweet tooth. So I've got to lift heavy because I love my puddings. Mm. Bottom line.
2: And you have to have a body that will... Because, again, the other thing with weights, we've talked about it, they're fat burning. It's like, uh, it doesn't matter 12 hours after you've worked out, your muscles well, well, will that's still be thing,
0: yeah i know like it's 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 easy to get hooked on the idea that running and you're know, like kind of walking off the running machine wobbly legs sweating looking like you know you've got you've sat, you've sat in a sauna you mm. know i i get why you would think that's more beneficial because you do feel more wrecked mm. but you know it's just the afterburn isn't it it's not your lungs and your hearts that, that burn calories that's just the way to look at it i think people you know so i just tell my clients that your heart and your lungs don't burn the calories. It is your muscle. Mm. It's your muscle. So let's just think about it that way. So where do you work your muscle in the gym, in the weight room? Right, okay. So if you're looking to build a furnace, do it in the weights room. If you're looking to just exert yourself, if you've got a short window of time, it's important to keep your ha- heart and your lungs healthy. Mass mm. important, your respiratory system. You know, it's not that you don't heavy breathe and you do a good weight session either. So it's not that you know, cardio is mutually exclusive to the, to the running machine. So, again, you know, it's all about education. That's why a trainer is such a good idea. And I'm not trying to, like, you know, but like I say, that's why I became a trainer. I, I always feel like I'm less of a schmuck when I'm selling PT because the only reason I became PTs PT because I had a trainer. And I still have a trainer, by the way. I still have somebody because I, I believe in the benefits so wholeheartedly, you know.
2: Is that the benefit of... Them helping you get to a mental place in order to perform, as well as directing you and telling you what exercises will work for you.
0: Well, for me now, it's because I know what I'm doing. I don't necessarily need the. Although I learn, I'm always learning. Like you know, and I'll never know everything. And it's uh, it's, it's yeah, it pushes the boundaries. Mm. You, you need to keep growing. You need to keep pushing the boundaries, and and people don't do that themselves. It's impossible to push yourself as much as another person will push you. Mm. So it's, um, I need that, you know, I I need somebody to push me out of my comfort zone. I'm I'm good on my own, I'm fine on my own, because I understand what I'm doing, but I I love being pushed, you know, it's, uh, I feel, I feel great, you know, and I I love that my trainer is proper East London, kind of like, (laughs) like terrifying on the outside, but like the kindest, most kind of like, (laughs) you know, he's, he's a, you know, he's a wicked guy, he's just a... But, yeah, he, he knows how to, like, push my buttons and, you know, we hate each other and I shout at him and I, and I, sm- and I hit the floor and I stomp my feet and, and he's done his job.
2: <laughs> what is the biggest um, misconception or what's the, the thing that people come to you on their first session and they say, I've been doing this and I'm not just getting, I'm not getting my results. And you sort of think, well, obviously not. Is there something that is a sort of consistent road to failure that people flag up to you in their sessions?
0: Um, they, not, there's, not, there's not just one. I think <laughs> generally speaking, it'll be they don't support their exercise and nutrition properly. Mm-hmm. They are integral. They go hand in hand. As I say, you know, if you squat every day, and you don't feed your body with enough protein to prepare that muscle, you're not really going to grow bum, you're going to erode the muscle, you're not going to give it any kind of, as I say, any fabric to mend itself
1: with. Mm. Um,
0: you know, and people become very run down because they exercise too hard and don't feed themselves. They become catabolic, you know, which is when your body turns in on itself and starts pr- start eating protein because you're not putting enough on, you know. like You you know, you don't want your body using muscle fuel, mm. you know, women especially do this, they train hard and they don't eat enough, so they become scrawny, and then they stop training, and because their muscles are so depleted they put weight on really quickly so generally nutrition would be the, the you know, they haven't looked hard enough at how to support their exercise through diet mm. um, I would say that it might be, I'm not, you know why isn't my uh, bum growing I'm doing, I'm doing squats and then that's where it ends um. squats a week, you know. So it's kind of, again, that's education. You know, there are various muscles in your glutes. You've got to work them more. You've got to do it more than once a week. You know, you've got to work the rest of your body. You've got to, you know, it's 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 a it's just lack of knowledge. It always comes down to lack of knowledge. I hate keep coming back to it, but just if you're going to learn how to do something, you've got to learn. Like I, mm. I can't. If you're going to learn how to fix a car, you you. You have to study. Mm. You know, you've got to, if you to pass your theory test, you've got to study. If you want to know how to, you know, build a bum, build a back, build a metabolism, you've got to, you know,
2: you can't just... You've got to understand the science of it. Mm. Yeah, you've got
0: to understand to a certain degree. That's why I think, you know, when people, again, I don't begrudge anyone that goes to say, oh, you know, I go to all these classes, and, and I'm sure they get results, but when the classes aren't there, they mm. go on holiday, or you can't afford to go... When the, because you go to a class and you just you're part, you've got this collective consciousness it's not just you you do switch off you mm. listen to instruction and you walk out job done but the danger with just going to classes and just relying on other people's instructions other people's books on weight loss other is that you're just you're trying to be them and all you're switching off mm. that's why i find the only real way to succeed is becoming personally accountable for your goal mm. at putting the work in and studying and you know not share you know not, not going to classes all the time
2: because a lot of the uh i know people who've like gone through a period of spending money on personal training and it's almost like um a problem shared <laughs> as opposed to um sort of being in it together and working towards a goal it's like they go to those personal training sessions. And so for those hour, that hour a week or two hours a week, whatever, how many yeah. sessions they have, that's the only effort they put into their physical training.
0: Yeah, and a good trainer will say to you, it's not enough as well. Mm. So I'm not saying that a personal trainer is the key, but what to success, but it, it definitely will help forge that key to success because they will impart with their knowledge that will make you ultimately like them somebody who is educated in maintaining a good body
1: Mm.
0: you know that's what you need to do and yeah absolutely I get clients that come and they and they think that you come see me twice a week and that's you know it's like magic dust the the, what the magic has happened and it will you know but I don't tell them that Mm-hmm. I tell them they have to go two more times. I tell them that they have to eat this, otherwise it's not going to work. But what I'm saying is, if you go to a class, you don't even get that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You don't.
2: You yeah, don't it's get, just a sign in, you know, sign out.
0: It's, ultimately, is your is your problem with your body your problem, or is it Jane, Dave, John, the rest of the people in the class? It's got nothing to do with them. Mm. You cannot expect to improve yourself by, yeah, by kind of trying to improve with t- too many other people. Right. You've got to, do you know what I mean? Mm. Your issues are your issues and you've got to kind of make it, you've got to, it's got to be you. It's, it's you at the end of the day that can make the changes. I don't... I always take my my clients can go to classes. That's good in between our sessions. Mm. You can go to your classes, get your get your extra you know workout in. But it's personal training.
1: Mm.
0: The problems are personal. You've got to attack it on a personal level. It's you know, a, like I say a good trainer's a therapist.
2: So totally, and I think every single trainer I know says that the majority of their job actually is the mental side of things. They can yeah. they've got the experience to build a program for people and. They put the treadmill, switch the treadmill on and say, right, get on that and do this. But actually, to get the results, it's about sort of understanding why that, what's going on with that person.
0: Yeah. The minute you kind of, not say throw away the books, but the minute you just get rid of the books and follow a couple of people on Instagram <laughs> that you don't know and you just don't know how they got there and they didn't do it in 12 weeks, I can tell you that. And the minute you just look a little bit more inward, and just you know, and don't think about it too much. Just get business-like about it. Mm. Go to the gym, train, eat sensibly. It it it's not easy. I know there are bad habits to undo. You know, it's not. You know, it doesn't happen overnight, but it happens a lot quicker, and it lasts a lot longer when you haven't kept one eye on somebody else mm. and referring to a book to see if you're on the right track. You know, make, give yourself a couple. I always say, you know, the, the rules are simple. You do need rules because, you know, like you've got un, you've got bad habits to undo, so you need something to latch onto. I get that. Yeah. But the rules are simple. You know, train hard, train and train hard, mm. eat sensibly, and uh cut your carbs after seven.
2: <laughs> so it, it and it sounds so simple, <laughs> yet it's really quite hard to apply because if it was re- if those rules were easy to apply no, nobody would be pounding packets of doritos at 11 o'clock in front of a movie
0: no because no, it's stress mm. Food is comfort as well but I, but you know the, the the thing is you know and i'm not saying that's ever going to go away but what i you know and i'm definitely prone to a bit of comfort eating here and there but um i've also put the years in at the gym so the 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 impact on me is as much which is why i just say to people just persevere you'll you'll build that body you'll get you know
2: so if someone's listening to this today and they're feeling on a scale of one to ten between one and ten uh, about wanting to make a change to their body mm. um we know that you you've you've talked about how getting in the weights room is a great way of achieving changes and making a healthier, more efficient body. How long are they realistically looking at to make significant changes?
0: Everybody's, everybody's body responds. I know this isn't the answer that people want, but everybody does respond differently. Mm. I've had clients adapt and sh- form muscle in a month and a half to two months, you know, like sh- show new definition. Mm. I've had clients that has taken them six months mm genetics has a lot to play but um you know if you as I say for you to get for you to get the quickest results Mm -hmm. whoever you are it means you just work harder Mm. make sure that when you're in the gym you're really in the gym if you're in there for 40 minutes an hour that you exert yourself Mm. that you work smart and like I say that working smart is knowing what you're going to do before you go in there yes know your sets knowing your reps um, and as I say, when you've got something specific to do, it's, you can be proud when you've left the gym because you've achieved something. Mm. You've got to have something solid, a, a clear box to tick. So, you know, have a plan. Get a plan, you know, like, so, right, you know, pick your days, pick your tra- your training splits, right. So, Monday, I'm going to do chest and, chest and biceps. You know, Wednesday, I'm going to do back and triceps. You know, Friday, I'm going to do legs and then... Saturday I'll do the other side of my legs, so the,
2: the hamstrings, whatever else. And just... And it's as so simple as you can go onto the internet, because this is what I've sort of slowly dawned on me, but correct me if I'm wrong, because you are the professional. You can literally go onto the internet and type in leg exercises.
1: Leg, leg session. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you can
2: Absolutely. download apps where um, you can you can create your own workouts, and it will yeah. go leg exercise, and there's a whole list, and you can pick yeah. four, five, six, yeah. however, however many.
0: yeah. I would say, and again, the, the important thing with either find a friend that um is proficient in mm. the gym or please like value how important it is that you finally get happy about your body and put your money into it. Get a trainer,
1: mm. get
0: a trainer you like, even if it's you know, save the money up, save it up for six, seven sessions, if that's all you you know, and just make the brief clear. I need you to teach me. How to do a chest session and like you know like mm. equip me with enough exercises, teach me how to lift weights so that I, I can you, do like, this on my own. This is not easy. Mm. It's technical. It's hard. You don't know how to engage your you know your glute because you may not know where your glute is. Mm. You, you don't know how to. You just need somebody to tell you where to feel it because where to feel it means you're going to switch it on properly and switch. People don't always switch on the right muscles. They make the movements. But they're not switching on the muscle. Oh, I that, that sounds like such a cryptic, trying to baffle people into buying PT. But it's
2: true. I can attest yeah. to that with with sit ups. For years, I was doing what looked like sit ups, but I was just lifting my chest off the ground. I don't think yeah. I engaged my core once. Yeah,
0: yeah. But it looked a lot, like a sit up. A lot of people come to me and they do crunch, and I'm like, "You're like a woodlouse. You're literally." <laughs> Like, I'm not that harsh, by the way. (laughs) You're you're like, you're just curving your spine, which is what you're meant to do. So that's not a great hardship on your body to just curl your spine Mm. time and time again. Yeah, absolutely. But that's not their fault because it looks like you're doing a crunch. So that's what I'm saying is that I think if you are unhappy, just invest. Get a trainer and get them to teach you Mm. how... It's also, it's not just the knowing how to exercise, but as you say, it's daunting going into a gym. Even though I say... Believe me or not, like the people in the gym are a lot kinder than the people in the bar that judge you appear in your <laughs> clothes. You're a lot safer in a gym environment because everyone's been there mm. and everyone does respect anybody that starts out. Nobody's laughing ever. Ever have I experienced anybody snigger at anybody in the gym, mm. in, unless they are wearing something weird, but like <laughs> you know, or you know, men in cycling shorts. No thanks. Nope. But it, it's it, but it's um, you know, it's you. But you need somebody just to introduce you to the weights, introduce you how guidance, to yeah. how to use them. So I would say to anybody, anybody that's feeling anxious, down about their body, about their sense of achievement in life generally, that gym is such a great place to go and basically prove you've got a stronger mind because you can't lift heavy without engaging your mind and mm. overcoming mm. your doubt in lifting that heavy weight in the first place. Or if you feel bad about your body, good things will come when you lift weights. Like so, it really is. You talk about your. It really is such a great therapy room. Mm. You know, it's such a. But you, you do need, as with anything, to be taught how to do it properly.
1: Yeah, yeah. You just
0: yeah. You just need a good teacher.
2: And I'm beginning to wriggle now because I have just come from leg day, <laughs> and my bum is really hurting. <laughs> does it feel like you're sitting on steel? It really does. I've just sort of been sitting here for a little while. i just you can probably see i'm just having a bit of a fidget
0: <laughs> <In your pan.
2: laughs> i do it's just suddenly beginning to ache <laughs> that's
0: good but like i say like you know you you i i i i love that feeling mm. i re- I revel in that feeling i love
2: it it's quite addictive In a, in the way that people talk about runners high it's a different kind of thing but yeah. it's a similar
0: it's testament that you've hit the muscle that's the thing isn't it it's testament that you've done you've done your job
2: yeah I find talking to you, you sort of break it down and make it make sense. And it seems so obvious of like, stop reading, not stop reading all the magazines, because like you say, there is some value in being aware of what's out there, but don't apply all of the rules to yourself. Just find the thing that works for you. Your body is no different from anyone else's, really, fundamentally. Yeah, yeah. So uh, weights, hit, running, whatever, you know, exercise will have an impact. Yeah, and well. find your path with it.
0: Yeah, and I just think that it is much. You know, you'll get a lot more out of it if you just uh, you do something hot, difficult and challenging. Mm. And you know, don't just kind of rely on classes. Don't just become. Don't be a sheep in a you know, in a leotard. <laughs>
2: well, it's like um, being somebody who runs a lot. You, you know, you go out every day, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, I'm running. Seventy kilometers a week, maybe I should do a half marathon, so you set yourself a harder goal, so it 's no different. I just think no. weights does weights do get a slightly bad rap with girls,
0: yeah, and like I say, you will not build muscle overnight, no so if you are one of these ladies that is worried about building any kind of muscle, and I promise when you see it, you 're just going to want more, but that aside. <laughs> You know that aside. It's a very slow process. Mm. So the minute you get to the the size that you like, you can stop.
1: Mm.
0: You know, you're not suddenly going to tip over the edge and expand like you know, like it's like you've been stung. Do you know what I mean? It's not, <laughs> that's not going to happen. It, it'll happen slowly and gradually.
2: Well, Lots also of things
0: happen as that happens as well.
2: If it happened so, quickly and if it happened easily, then people like Arnold Schwarzenegger would not be like one in a million no and you you know you committed for 6 months yeah. to compete in and that years event before that. Mm. And years
0: before that you know it's taken me such a long time to get get this body mm. i mean it's taken me 2 weeks to undo a lot of it <laughs> but it's um, you know it's fine
2: but um yeah it is it's very interesting and it's i've always shied away from weights so always found it much easier you know do a spin class or what have you mm. Obviously, I'm speaking personally now. I don't know whether the listeners will agree. I'd be interested to get your comments. But um, it is, my mind is being turned because everywhere I look, and I am reading a lot about that's this at the moment. As
0: well, though, that's what you do. And we're lucky to, you know, you, you make it your business to, to talk to a variety of different people. So it's even harder for somebody in your position to not be inspired and excited by a variety of different methods and to want to try them. If you're a smart person, you want to try things. That's, you know, that, that's the way it is. But um, that's again because you forget to put yourself first. You know, mm. you're thinking about your job and you think about what you can offer other people. Um, which again brings it back to why going to the weight room is very good for somebody like you who is in a very busy social environment. It's a it's a good place just to focus on you. It's the gym is funny. It's like it's the most unexclusive club. It welcomes all. Mm. It's it, it's really a great place for anybody to go. But it's also one of the most private places as well like to concentrate on yourself yeah
2: So, um, you know it's, it's bizarre but it's you know, you know, okay. I, know I used to uh, describe it as that when I go into the gym I'd be like the Terminator no icon like literally just like laser focus Yeah. yeah. partly because I, I just don't want anyone to, to laugh at me because <laughs> I'm you know a self conscious woman at the end of the day and in my gym kit I always feel a little bit self conscious um, oh,
0: will less and less, though, isn't it? You know, that's life, isn't it? Like, nothing is as embarrassing when you've done it 100 times. It just can't be, unless you've got bloody, you know, drunk every time you went in
2: <laughs> Well, the first time I went into the weight room a few months ago, I walked into the gym, and it was really busy, and I needed to get into the squat rack, and there were guys <laughs> in the squat rack. So I, honestly, I walked in... I walked around the gym, realized that everything that I wanted to use was currently occupied, oh, and I walked awesome. out of the gym and went home. Yes, I know, I can see your face, I'm sorry. But then today, as I was saying to you, I was, I'm sort of a bit more into it, I have a bit more of a clue of what I'm doing, I'm designing yeah. my own workouts, and I was, I was feeding off other people's energy as well.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I yeah, think 100%. I described it at the time as, I could feel their pump. <laughs>
0: that's like my touch
2: wood <laughs> i need to have my hand on wood yeah
0: but um no but it's true though like it is like i love seeing people get really gritty in the gym mm. as i say it doesn't matter what kind of weight they're lifting it's really you know it is that the energy does travel mm. it definitely definitely does travel you, you're way better doing it in. yes yeah, so you're not really alone but yeah and you get you get ideas don't you you know you can you know i always see exercises that I haven't you know, like adaptations of exercises that I thought I, you know, little tweaks here and there. You know, it's a it's an ever evolving kind of place really the gym.
2: Mm. Yeah, and you're right. It there's there's something there's the mental strength of it too, which is obviously yeah. we all want to feel, you know, yeah. that we know what we're doing and we also want to feel that we look great. So yeah.
0: and and everyone wants to you know, like the more like you you know, the more you know, the better you're going to feel about yourself. Mm. The last thing, as I say, you shouldn't switch off when you feel like crap about yourself. You should switch on. Mm. That's what you need to do. You
2: That's need to, such like, good advice. You said so many nuggets that I feel like I need to like listen to this and write them all down, and, like make them into posters.
0: You've
2: got, you've got it on video, or well, audio, or or um, Insta audio. Insta pics. <laughs> like.
0: What is that now? I can't, that. <laughs> I can't hear it. I would be like a. I reckon I'd be like a global phenomenon if I could be bothered with all this. I'm so (laughs) arrogant or what. I I just can't, like, I can't bring myself to, like, I don't know how to do the whole Instagram and Twitter thing. As you said, you know, I've got a lot to say, but I just, oh, oh, God, why? My fingers don't do it.
2: We need to, next time I see you, we'll have a little, uh, what's it called? We'll have a tutorial.
0: Do I just need to put a cleavage shot up?
2: Uh, you know what you should do your butt because the whole um I think I keep seeing loads of uh, pictures on Instagram My, I've got quite butts. a small
1: button
2: but you could do like mid-squat there's things like get in the squat rack because no one ever no one ever rapped about a small butt
0: <laughs> yeah but again if I do that it's gonna like the onus is then on just kind of you know that you know what I say saying about women being given specific ideals of beauty like at the moment the bum makes you beautiful and it's like oh god you know like I don't that that's why I think I I struggle with social media because I just find it compounds that kind of that right okay so a woman with you know nice shoulder caps is beautiful but it's the bubble butt you know Mm. the girl with some people I can't grow a bum it's a massive frustration of mine Mm. But you know, it's like it's just my genetics. I couldn't get the glute that a lot of girls had in this competition, and it kind of annoyed me. But in the same breath, I was like, "Why?" Because I am, relatively speaking, I've you know, like I am fitness as in the category. I I fulfil the brief as much as they do. I just have a smaller bum. Mm. You know, like you know, a woman is a woman, and an attractive woman, whether she has a big bum or not. My 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 kind of ethos, my like my sale to, to women is like don't focus on one body part it's not about one body part
2: it was abs like, for ages and it kind of always will be a little bit about abs won't it yeah but yeah butts are getting a moment
0: more of, you know I, I get the abs thing a bit more because it's more of an indicator like for me i, I will look more at somebody's stomach and i'm like well you're clearly eating a lot of like you know, french fancies do you know what I mean? You're like, oh, you know, it kind of shows me more where they're going wrong. Whereas if somebody hasn't got a big, big bum, I'm not like, you're clearly not eating enough kind of like steak or you're not, sometimes you just got a small bum but yeah. you know, a bum isn't as much of a big deal for me. And I'm only saying that to i because I've got a small bum I can't grow a big bum. <laughs> I give up on the bum. And if I do, you do. <laughs>
2: I like it. Okay, well, social media, we'll have to have a lesson about that, because you're right, yeah. social media is a pain in the bum. Yeah. I, just, every, I wake up every day and six to ten of my friends are drinking a smoothie post-spin class, and I start the day thinking, I should have got up an hour earlier and done a spin class. You
0: but, should, no, what you should say is, you absolute losers, you should be having a juice, because it's got more fibre and the goodness in it, so sucks for you.
2: Yeah, well, it's... Uh, yeah, Instagram feeds are, are dangerous. One, Which is why I, I think this afternoon I've just uploaded a video of me taking the mick out of lip liner tutorials. Because it just bra- it just breaks the the cycle of just lots of people living their perfect lives, or would appear to be their perfect lives. Yeah, if yeah, I uh, smear lipstick yeah. all over my face, it just makes yeah. me feel like I'm taking it back. I'm reclaiming my feed. <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to go and stretch out my hannies. And my glutes and my quads. But it's been awesome chatting to you, Anna. we love
0: this speak to you
2: as well. Um, well. Anybody who wants to know more about Anna, all of her details will be in the show notes. All of the things that we have referenced will also be there. And I will also put all of Anna's social media uh, and her butt (laughs) pictures.
0: (laughs) We will be vastly improved by the time Emma does this. I'm going to, like, literally bang out 100. twitter instagram workouts everything
2: i like it um but yeah we will um they will all be in the show notes but for now anna thank you so much i'm glad that the internet didn't hate us today thank you
0: (laughs) anti-electric she's left the building thank
2: god we did not wi-fi did not let us down today uh thank you for joining me and uh we'll see you again soon i'm sure cheers my darling see you later Bye. bye bye i hope you enjoyed that episode of the beauty podcast with me emma g featuring the wonderful personal trainer anna reich just a reminder that you can sign up for my regular newsletter by heading to emma and you also may have noticed that there's been a little bit of a name change over on twitter i'm now at emma guns e-m-m-a-g-u-n-s if you want to get in touch with the show use the hashtag eg podcast thanks for listening see you next time